0: Hello, this is Dan Wendelin with a cold open. I wanted to warn you that this story will have a bit more background noise than usual. Diana had already fallen asleep and was snoring a bit, but this story introduces a new character to Winella's world who shows up many times over the years, so I didn't want to skip it. So enjoy the story, forgive the snoring, now on with the show. Hello, and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, I'd like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. Okay, now. And
1: she lives in a very special house, full of many special rooms. The most special room of all is Winella's room, because everything in it is pink and blue, except for the ceiling fan, which is purple. One morning, Winela woke up to the sound of her mommy calling her from downstairs. She was calling, Winela, Winela. Winela went to the top of the slide. and looked down. Yes, Mommy? Her mommy says, your daddy just called. He forgot his sunglasses, and I have to drive to work to his office to give them to him. You stay here. Don't let anyone in that you don't know, okay? Manella said, okay. So, her mommy left, her mommy went into the backyard, climbed over the back wall, and got into the boat in the river, and drove the boat off down the river. To her father's office. Well, Wanella was just getting ready to sit down to breakfast. She had poured herself some cereal and some milk when she heard the very last sound that she would have wanted to hear when her mommy was not home. She heard this sound. When said, Uh oh, that sounds like she went and she peeked out the front door. Just as she heard it, the doorbell ring. Bing Bong She looked at the people, and she could see that Jack Frost was in the front door. She said, Go away. Nobody I can't answer the door right now. She went to go to the back door, hoping that she could get out into the backyard and get on the Cat's Highway and go to Flip of its palace until her mommy came home. But there were goblins on the back porch clearly waiting for her she went over to the side door and looked out there goblins also Uh Oh, she said this is a problem she thought Joey so she went up and she was about to step out on the roof when she put her ear to the door and she could hear goblins talking out on the roof she said this is terrible what do I do and then she remembered what her mommy had told her to do if she ever had a really big problem, and she didn't know what to do next, and there wasn't a grown-up around who could help, so Winella ran to the phone, and she dialed nine-one-one into the phone. She waited a moment. While she was waiting, she could hear Jack Frost knocking at the front door and trying the door handle to see if it was locked. Going <laughs> after a moment, the operator came online. Hello, how may I help? Ha- this is 911. How may I help you? When Ella said, Yes, I'm at home and my mommy isn't here, and there's a very bad frost fairy named Jack Frost, and he's trying to get into my house, and all his goblins are around the house, and I need some help. And the operator said, One moment, please. And then on the line, came the 911 operator, and she said, Okay, have you locked all the doors? And Winella said, Yes. And the operator said, Okay, well, you just stay there. I'm sending the police. They should be there in just a minute. So Anella sat down, and she waited. And she could hear, a moment later, the sound of a siren. She looked out the front door, and she saw the most unusual thing she had ever seen. There was a giant fishbowl. Huge fishbowl. It was clear, and inside, there was a fish. A very large, sort of greenish fish. The fishbowl was on wheels, and it had lights on top that flashed red and blue. Along the sides of the fishbowl were printed in neat letters, Fish Police. (coughs) A moment later, the fish inside put on some sort of breathing mask and jumped out of the bowl. It was a good thing he had, because Jack Frost had turned around, frowned, pointed his wand at the fishbowl, and sapped, and all the water inside the fishbowl had frozen solid to ice. The fish, who had now had on a policeman's cap, walked up the steps toward Jack Frost and said, Now he's here. You can't go knocking on doors. You don't belong in this world. Cool lady. And Jack Frost said, hey, hey, Who are you? You think you can stop me? And he pointed his wand directly at the fish. And the fish said, well, I'm Officer Cod. That's who I am. And when Jack Frost's wand started to zap, the cod, who you wouldn't think would be that agile on land, neatly stepped aside, and the ice bolt went right past him. Then the cod said, whoa, going to play that way!" And he took on his fin a little silver scale. And this scale, he flipped it at Jack Frost. And the scale went sort of like a frisbee, and it hit Jack Frost right in the chest, and it stuck there. And Jack Frost said, looked down at the scale that was stuck to his chest and said, Is that supposed to worry me or something? And then the fish said, made this noise, made this sort of gurgling noise. Mm -hmm. Just like that. And when he made that noise, the scale divided. It became two scales. The two scales became four. The four became eight. The eight became 16. The 16 became 32. And that fast, Jack Frost was covered from head to toe in silver fish scales. He couldn't move. They were just locked him into one stiff, scale-covered shape, and he fell right over with a rather hollow clang sound. But in the half second before the scales had completely covered him, Jack Frost had managed to Goblins, help! The goblins came from all around the house. Winnella looked out, and she could see that even though Officer Cod was clearly an extremely competent police fish, he was going to have a problem dealing with all those goblins. Just then, she remembered that there was someone she hadn't asked for help. She went dashing down the stairs to her basement, yelling, Sarah May! Sarah May! We have a problem! Sarah May was asleep when Winnella burst into her room. She opened one eye and said, Why is it? Well, I'm asleep. Wino said, Jack Frost is here, and the goblins, and they're trying to get into the house, and my mommy isn't home. And I called the police, and Officer Cod, he took care of Jack Frost, but I think the goblins are going to have a problem with me. Oh, please help. At this point, Sarah Mae's eyes were wide open. She said, Goblins? Here? She stretched, and her great wings snapped tight with a sound. She said, Not around my house. And she stomped up the stairs, went out the side door. The goblins heard her coming because dragons are not noted to be quiet animals when they are angry. The goblins took one look at Sarah May and went, eep, and they started running. But not before Sarah May had gone, (laughs) and breathed fire on them, and singed all their shorts. (laughs) Officer Cod said, Well, thank you. Those goblins can be terrible. Well, I'm going to take Jack Frost and put him in the fish jail, and the will have just have some time to think about what he's doing. And when Alice said, Well, thank you so much. It was nice meeting you, Officer Cod. Well, if you never leave us, you just call my mother and and you'll get the fish please." What? And then, He picked Jack Frost's solid, scale-covered form up and tossed him into the back of his fishbowl with a rather wet splash sound. Hey, I thought he had had, frozen the water. He had. Sarah May's fire had melted it when she had breathed the fire at the goblins and singed their shorts. And then he, he with a rather agile jump, jumped into the fishbowl, started it up with a rather sort of damp, sound and drove off after starting the siren. Wonella turned and gave Sarah May a big hug. She said, thank you so much, Sarah May. And Sarah May Pigman said, you're welcome, Wonella." Now I'm going back to sleep. And she did. And Wonella went
0: back to her breakfast.
1: And that is the end of the story.
0: Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The intro and outro music is by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com, and you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you, tell someone you love a story.